0: Hey, yeah, yo, Michael, Holy Jesus, <laughs> I'm so excited I knocked something over.
1: <laughs> Great start to the show. Welcome back to the <laughs> UFC Roundup. I'm Paul Felder. This is Michael Kiesa. Michael's got a fight coming up. He's in camp. He's ready. He's staying dialed in. We got a big, huge pay-per-view coming up. We got 4th of July coming up uh, tomorrow. We got a lot going on on our plates right now, but let's just jump right in, Michael. Um, We got two huge titles on the line, obviously, at UFC 290 this weekend. Main event, Alexander the Great Volkanovsky is defending his belt against the interim champion, Yair Rodriguez. An unbelievable featherweight bout is on the line. Yair just dismantled Josh Emmett in his last outing. Looked phenomenal. Is taking on Volk. Volk. It's just proven time and time again that he's one of the strongest, most consistent, most battle-tested, best featherweights potentially of all times. Real quick, what are your thoughts on the main event?
0: I love this main event. I love when it's a unification bout, when the interim Mm. champion is fighting the undisputed champion. And for Yair Rodriguez, I feel like it's only been a matter of time. We don't see him compete often, but it's all for a reason. You know, He said it in the countdown show that it's all about small steps, him thinking about the big picture. Um, and it's just going to be a fun fight. I mean, Yair Rodriguez is must-see TV anytime he steps inside the octagon. We I mean, talk about must-see TV. I mean, you got to talk about the co event, Alexandre Pantoja versus the champ, Brandon Moreno. They say this is a rematch, but in, in, technically, in my opinion, it's a trilogy because they faced each other in an exhibition bout yep. on the Ultimate Fighter. They went on to fight in the UFC, and Pantoja sent Moreno packing. He sent him outside the promotion, man. I'm jealous. I'm drinking an energy drink, and you got a margarita. Um, but Pantoja sent Moreno packing out of the UFC, got him cut. Moreno fought his way back, and now he's just – he is, it's like Moreno 2.0. And, you know, when you talk about Brandon Moreno and where the improvements have been, obviously it's his, it's his all-around game. But to me, it's primarily in the boxing. Mm-hmm. When you go back and watch his exhibition with Pantoja, all of his punches look so labored, and they're not yeah. coming – in bunches like they do now like his hand speed is big
1: loopy yeah
0: yeah and now he fights like a boxer like he'll he'll shoe shine on the inside and hit you with hooks and mma gloves and that's something you don't see very often so and for pantoja he's you know he's a completely different fighter himself obviously his backbone is his jujitsu, but he has you know he has compounded the problem that he brings to the octagon the problem that he brings to the octagon for his opponents by just becoming this well-rounded fighter. You know, he knocked out Wilson Hayes, who's an accomplished black belt himself. So both of these guys have very, very complete arsenals. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Anytime you've got flyweights at this caliber, you know you're going to see a bit of everything. In in their first two fights, you see a bit of everything. Obviously, in the exhibition about when Pantoja's, I was just watching the second fight again today, and I completely agree with you that the improvements really have just been in the striking department for Brandon Moreno, where everything is just cleaner, They're sharper. Things are faster. And I think that's going to be a big factor in this upcoming title fight. Because Pantoja, listen, he's a dog, bro. He brings it every time. I was watching the fight today. And one thing I love about him, man, he just tucks those shoulders in. He steps to you. That dude brings it every single time that he's going to fight. He throws hammers. He throws big power. He's got great scrambles, great jiu-jitsu. It's going to be, I I think it's going to go quite Far into the fight. I think it's going to be nonstop all over the place. Very exciting. Obviously Volk taking on Yair. I'm so curious to see what Volk tries to do, right? He's one of those guys that loves to shut people down where they're best. And I think that could potentially mean that he's going to really try to challenge Yair on the feet, in the boxing department, in the kickboxing. He's not afraid to fight anybody in that division anywhere, especially you're coming off a fight where you fight possibly one of the greatest grapplers in the you know the UFC at the moment in Islam Mahashev and you stand toe to toe with him and some some people think win that fight 290 is going to deliver international fight week it's going to be crazy um yeah that's what i have to say with that being I, said i
0: couldn't help getting a smirk i know you're going to five rounds but i just wanted to get it in my head get it off my chest as as i should say when you're talking about <laughs> Volkanovsky wanting to beat guys at their own game I just got this visual in my head of like little short Alexander Volkanovsky trying to do like a tornado kick or something. I just, I think that he could challenge him in the kickboxing, but it's not going to be the flash. There's
1: nobody in the world no, that could – he's not going to outflash him.
0: him. He's no, not going to outflash imagine, him. Imagine little Volkanovsky doing a tornado kick,
1: spinning around, little All back elbows. elbows. <laughs> Five rounds. Let's go, Morgan. Five bring, rounds. Bring him on, Morgan. Before we get too distracted. Yeah. Go ahead, Paulie. All right, have we got recency bias? This is perfect segue. Uh, Have we got recency bias claiming that Volk is the featherweight goat? Volk only having three title defenses compared to all those 10 title defenses in the UFC slash WEC. Big point there, guys. Big Mm -hmm. point. Listen, it's not Volk's fault that he didn't come in at a time when there was the kind of our sister program of the WEC, and we count that, right? We count all of those things. Yeah. And and here we go. Morgan coming in. There's correction. That didn't seem right to me that he had three. I was like three Come on, Noah. Come on. I know who Noah is. Noah. Do you You know? I do, but I I, I'll answer this one first. I, I think maybe early when just not too long ago, when he was beating Max Holloway, we were saying, Oh, he's, he's the featherweight goat. And people were like, well, maybe it's a little too soon to count out Jose Aldo and say that he's, I don't, I don't know that it is because you do have to always kind of take into consideration, who are you beating? Yeah. When are you beating them? And the Volks doesn't have some other championship from some other organization. He's only beating the best guys in the UFC and on his road to get there. Jose Aldo being one of them. Okay. Max Holloway being that person three times. Um, uh, Chad Mendez being another guy who challenged and, and had great showings against Jose Aldo. Yeah. I think these are all the things that we have to consider when we are taking that into consideration. I think he is the featherweight goat. And I think if he goes out again and does his thing on Saturday night against a very dangerous and scary Ayer Rodriguez, I think it's cemented. I, I, I don't think it's recency bias. I think maybe a little while ago. A couple fights ago, it was right. We were just very excited about how amazing he was doing, how he could defeat Max like that again. Mm -hmm. But dude, having done, and I know he didn't even win, but having competed against the bigger guy like Islam, the way that guy's as big as me,
0: Islam Mahachet. For people that don't realize, like I might be a little taller than him, but like he is a massive lightweight. Like he is freaking huge like he's i would have dropped boy. the f-bomb if we weren't on youtube he's a big guy it, this is to me one of, unarguably one of the most hotly debated questions in mixed martial arts is who is the featherweight goat because there's only three guys and all three of them have resumes that you could argue are superior to the other guys yeah. the, the difference is with volk it's not he's that beating it's re- them both He's beaten them both, and it's not recency bias because sometimes that sways the opinion. It's just the fact that he's the guy that's still the current champion. He is still on his run. He's not done. In in my opinion, he's going to beat Yair Rodriguez. So that's just going to be another thing, another accolade to add to his resume. And he plans on going back to lightweight to challenge Islam. And I know the UFC is behind it. So to me, I think it is Volkanovski – but it is very easy to argue it could be Max, and it's very easy to argue that it could be
1: Jose. Alco. Of course. Of course. I mean, when you've only got three guys like that, all who have unbelievable resumes, of course it's going to be. It's, I mean, and again, it's a, it's a matter of opinion, right? I don't think there's mm-hmm. any factual way to be like, well, these are the numbers. But if you're going to break it down and say, well, what's the deciding factor? I don't mm-hmm. know. How about the fact that he's beaten those mm-hmm. guys?
0: Yeah. That, you know, that plays a huge it, part in it. Kind of- if now, if Max Holloway wants to throw a wrench in it, if Max Holloway wants to throw a wrench in it, and he fights his way back to a fourth fight with Volkanovski, which is going to be very, very hard, but if he does that and beats Volk, he could turn this whole debate upside, upside down. down for sure. It, it, so, but for now, in this present moment, as we head into UFC 90, Volkanovski the guy.
1: Yeah, round two. Well said, round two. Does the winner
0: of DDP versus Whitaker make the quick turnaround and fight Izzy in September? Or does Sean Strickland fill the September spot and get his title shot? And the winner of this weekend's fight waits to fight later in the year. Um, you know, I'm going to go out and say I think that we should do the safe bet is you do Strickland because he's won, he's fresh, he's ready to go. He brings something to the table. You know, he's going to be, he says a lot of very hotly debated stuff. He He's, <laughs> he's a controversial guy to say the least, but you know, the build-up's going to be great. You know, him and Izzy are going to go back and forth and the, in the, and it's highly likely that Robert Whitaker beats DDP. That's just the reality of it. There's DDP's young. He's a very physical, physical fighter, but there's yeah. a ton of holes in his game. He can't make the mistakes in his fight with Whitaker that he made against Derek Brunson. I mean, yeah. he went for a lap drop and like pulled mount. Like you can't do that. Robert Whitaker is one of the most technically proficient fighters we have in the UFC, not just the middleweight division skill for skill. He is as technical as anybody, if not the greatest tactician, the greatest technician. So good. But, but if somehow DDP can pull it off and beat Robert and that's where be, this is interesting, not be banged up. I mean, dude, that's a big, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I like. I, I think that it's crazy to think if I had to pick between DDP versus Izzy and Sean versus Izzy in terms of like the buildup that I would enjoy the most. It'd probably be Sean because I think with DDP and Izzy, I think it would get really ugly. It could get ugly. It could it get ugly. really. It could get nasty. Like it could get tread that water that we saw like with Connor and Khabib where these guys are really
1: yeah because there's history, horns verbally there's, you know. There's the whole you know guys. Claiming their African heritage and all that—it's like, ooh, I don't, I, I, don't, I want nothing I'm to out. do with it. I'm out. We're all out, yeah. No, but as far as as far as fights, like you're talking about, yeah, man, you know, Strickland did his goddamn job on Saturday oh, night. God, and that was great. Sean gets a lot of critics. Oh, this guy talks all this ish, and then he goes out there and he points fight. Well, mm-hmm. let me tell you. He let you know on Saturday that if you put him in there against somebody and you put his back against the wall and say, oh, you got to fight down the ranks, you got to fight this relatively unknown guy, and we're yeah. going to give him a main event against you, he shut him down
0: yeah. and
1: came out in that second round and put on a clinic. With that, Sean, with that momentum, mm. I agree. that You ride I, it. I'd Set love to see there. that. I, I, I just love to see that matchup. They're so diversely different. Izzy yeah. and Sean, and but they're both great on the feet. I, I think it could be a great fight. It could be a very technical fight. It could be a a, a, a you know a very strategic striking match. Yeah. But I think the build-up would be great. I think everybody would want to tune in. But uh, like you said, I mean, if, if Drickus, if he goes out there and does something special on Saturday. He's going to have to
0: knock Whitaker out. He's not going to be in him Michael, in if he way. does something like that, I think yeah. he gets it. He, yeah, for sure. It's just from the UFC standpoint, it's like, do you sit and wait, you know, or like, or do you have something else up your sleeve? The only thing I could think that they have up their sleeve that is not Sean Strickland or DDP would be like a Hamza Chamayev. But I don't even know if Chamayev could get in Australia. Save that hot debated subject for another day. Um, Cannonier just won, you know, but I, but you look at how like he's starting to lap the division. Like when you're, Trying to head back into a rematch, I feel like you have to win more. And Sean's
1: yeah. new blood; he looks good, he's ready How to about go. This? How about this? Yeah, let's, let's say it. Drickus goes out, maybe wins, maybe doesn't win, but has a great showing, mm-hmm. proves that he's amongst the elite. But yeah. we're not ready to give him a shot. You throw Strickland in there, and you give you give Cannoneer, uh, and say, "Okay, go beat." Mm-hmm trick is right in sydney beat him in sydney go to his mm, go, yeah. go get a huge fight over there main mm-hmm. card and go beat him then you're the next in line guaranteed i like that look at you paul step aside round man three. we got this Maynard. get out of here paul's new matchmaker get out of here i'm ready <laughs> round three all right if bone nickel beats gore as easily as the rest of his opponents, is it time for a Gerald Murshart type mm. test? Does the UFC slow play or try to catapult him into the rankings due to such an exciting prospect? Uh, Michael, I'll let you go on Bo first. Yeah, uh, I would love to take the reins on this one because
0: I think for Bo Nickel, it it it, it kind of depends on the fighter and what they want. For you know, for Pajeda, I like to use Pajeda, Alex Pajeda, Poetan as a comparison to Bo Nickel because he got to a title shot on relatively a few fights. I think it was, he was like four and one, five and one. Um, once he got to a title fight and for Bo, he's kind of a specialist. Exactly. He's a, he's a specialist just like Poetan, except in a different way. He's a wrestler, but he is a specialist. And if he can go out there and beat Trish on I think that if you set him up with the right two fights, he could fight for the belt. In 2024, yeah. but he's got to make it look smooth. And Trayshawn's got serious power. Bo can't be he's he's I know he's explosive, I know it's there, but he didn't really show it in, in his UFC debut. It what that was on the John Jones card. Uh he, I just didn't see the explosiveness. You gotta have some fast twitch when you're dealing with a guy that punches like Trishon Gore. You gotta be able to move fast, get out of the way. Your defense has to be on point, you can't leave your chin hanging up. But if he can make it look easy. I think Gerald Mirchard's a great test, or an Andre Muniz. That's a good test as well. And then at that point, you you know, and I know for for Bo, the the trajectory lies in the wins, but it also relies on what you want. And if he Mm -hmm. keeps winning these fights and making the push and the argument that he should be the next guy for the title, and if Izzy starts lapping the division and they're running out of guys, they're going to throw him in there. So I think it's if he can win this weekend, win a couple more, we can see Bo fight for the belt in 2024.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I agree. I don't think there's any rush quite yet. And uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Gerald's my boy, obviously. Right. I've known Gerald and trained with him for years. And that's I, a hard I, fight I hate, for Bo. Bo I, I, know, but I hate seeing that name get thrown in there. I like, know. Oh, Gerald, your boy. listen, Gerald is one of those guys, man, that he is as long as that mother effer wants to have a job fighting, people are going to pay that dude to go out and fight because Gerald's yeah. doing one of two things. He's going out there and absolutely finishing you in a six submission or pulling mm-hmm. off some crazy comeback, or he's going out on his shield and people yeah. absolutely love that. And I I think that would be a huge test for somebody like Bo, because you never know what Gerald's going to, I mean, his submission game and his ability to stay calm in the fire is incredible, but I, I do think that's what should be next unless he just goes out there and it's like a 10 second, absolute smashing sub knockout something like that then maybe yeah. you give him somebody lingering in the top 15 and uh, see where it goes from there but man you don't want to rush all these guys I like know. oh he slow play look what happened cool. to Till look yeah. what, I yeah. mean you
0: see it dude look what happened to Kevin Lee I mean I'm not saying this because him and I don't like each other but when you push these guys like you keep winning they're going to parlay that with like what you want so when yeah. you're saying you want a title fight like if you're winning and you're winning in in in, in like very, and people are
1: watching, they'll give it to you.
0: If you're winning and you're finishing and you're drawing attention, they'll give you the push. But yeah. you gotta you, it's a marathon, not a sprint. I think for Bo, you gotta slow play it. Gerald in his
1: delicious by the way.
0: I'm so made jealous. it myself. I'm so jealous. I'm all distracted now. Round four, Morgan. I lost train of thought about saw Paul drinking the margarita. I'm like, oh, it's so hot outside. I want one. <laughs> Round four. Do you see any underdogs on the main card winning? If so, how do you see them winning? Mm. Oh, hashtag the five hundred nine. What's up? Um, you know what?
1: I'll start with this one, Paul. Or no, actually, you start. I started with the last one. You
0: start with this one. Uh, um,
1: I'm,
0: gonna, I'm gonna pull up the odds right now.
1: Yeah, I need, I need, I need some odds here. So main card starts with what, Bo? I think main card starts with Bo Nickel.
0: Okay, I got some odds courtesy of. Fight Odds. Okay. Look, I'm looking over here. Oh, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Who's the Who's the underdog in the Turner and Hooker fight? Hooker. Hooker?
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking of, you know, I'm looking at
1: the Jack dell line. How's your boy Sean
0: Brady? Is he doing okay? Yeah, he is. I'm, gu- he is, he, I'm he, gutted he, for
1: him. I'm gutted for he him. him. He not doing great, man. He, um, I saw him talking to him the other day. He's like, he's been in. He was in the hospital again. This God, is the second time it. this kind of staph infection has happened to him, man. Day, like he's been in for days just getting IV'd and antibiotics. It, dude, I think once you get one of those types of staph infections like it's that, easy you are to get more it again. acceptable to get it again. Look at Luke. Luke had the same kind of mm. issues, but but I think he'll be all right. You know, he's bummed. He hates seeing people talk trash online. Yeah, no, he's, something he's that he can as if it's something he can control you know what i mean yeah i feel for him
0: well after glancing at the odds uh you know i I like the robbie lawler line i think for him it's going to be his last fight and as of now i think he's headlining the prelims on abc uh I, i like lawler at the plus 200 mark you know nico's gonna go for it and i think for robbie uh he does his best work at this stage in his career when people really come at him and go for it you know um he, he in the Barbarina fight, he had Barbarina, yeah. you know, on the ropes before Barbarina battled his way back in. So, and maybe that's me just being wishful thinking because Robbie's just one of those OGs from that golden era of MMA. Bro, like, god, a shout out to the ruthless Robbie Lawler, dude. i god mean, in the military era, he's had a long, storied career and such I, a nice guy. I, I like the betting line, and I just think he's got one last good one left in him. So, I'm going Robbie Lawler.
1: I, I'm with you on anytime you can. I mean if Robbie's the underdog and it's his last time to shine, he's getting inducted. and You know I mean? He's got a lot going on. He's going to go out there throwing absolute haymakers trying to put oh, somebody hammers, like hammers, hammers. Nico price is as tough as they come. We know that he's got, he's got a good kind of crazy in the octagon. It's yeah. going to be a good fight. I think it'll be competitive, but I think Robbie can get it done. And as far as in the main card, man, I think you can't count out Pantoja having had wins over the champion. Do I think it's, Going to happen? No, but do you want to maybe sprinkle a little money on that and see if he can pull it off as the underdog? Yeah. He's already beaten him and had some good fights against him. Yeah. I think it, Hooker, I think, is an underdog too. And yeah, I might I be biased there. Hooker, dude. I worry about with him how much going
0: up and down in weight. Like I just think I they, know, like,
1: but that dude, really i shared the octagon with that guy. I know that on his good days, oh, he's so good. He's so tough. He's so long. Yeah. But he's fighting Jalen Turner, who's taller and who's a who's a middleweight younger (laughs) and huge huge. he's massive bigger than me bigger than he sees like as tall as my opponent when i I fought when i fought hooker yeah jalen fought on that card and yeah yeah. we did a workout in 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 the workout rooms early in the week and i was like We're cutting to the same weight class. Like, what, what yeah. is going on here? Like, and you're I, struggling I, to make
0: weight, and you see him, and you're like, all right, I got it easy. I think I can make
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is some of those guys are deceiving, right? You see them, in yeah. their and they make weight easier. I mean, you know, I'm working my balls off to make 55. and
0: It's because you're made of freaking steel and iron, and just – that's what I'm saying. Look at, look this at that.
1: Thing. That's – that's. oh, look at
0: – Oh, he's still got it. I know you've missed throwing those things, Paul. I'm sure you think about it from time to time look at that guy i like short hair long beard Felder. Like, oh that man that, like that would Wicked be my
1: page picture where you got like the white shirt with like the vest yeah you got like the short hair at the beard like man that's my that was my fight that was that's what i dude, did that was battle mean, haircut baby mean looking dude you're mean looking dude <sighs> round five. Oh man we sell more rounds <laughs> oh it's oh. house cat house <laughs> cat who watches mma what's the, this 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 looks like a good one it's anytime it's house cat nice necklace house cat i do yeah i love it that makes you look very sharp if, i know house
0: cats watching before you read the tweet can you tell us what your name What what your name is house Because i don't
1: even know the cat's name yes what is house cat's name other than cat, house cat who watches mma um what's the funniest moment of someone confidently telling confidently telling you see What I would do in a fight is, and then demonstrating the strangest, worst, jankiest technique you've Mm. ever seen. I'll go, Michael. I have one. Oh, you do? I'm in Wawa, which is an East Coast thing for anybody that's, you know, love love us a Wawa. Mm -hmm. And I've got a cast because I just spinning backfisted Michael, uh, Mike Perry's big ass stone head. Yeah. And I'm buying something and the guy's like, what happened? (laughs)
0: <laughs> i'm already laughing no idea who i am
1: of course no big deal and i was like uh yeah. i you know i had a i'm a fighter and i had a I had a fight whenever it was and um i broke my arm he's like how'd you break it i was like i threw a spinning back fist he's like yeah don't ever throw those was waste. those are a waste of time you don't ever want to do that oh, That's, no. uh, that's silly. it never works out i was like really Cause I got $50,000 bonus off of one of those one time. So I'm pretty sure that they work. Wow. Wow. Employee. Oh my God. So you go ahead. That's mine. Um, you know, for me,
0: I, uh, it wasn't something shown to me. It was something messaged to me and it was from a former UFC fighter. And I don't want to name names. because I don't want to open a can of worms, but he used to be on our team and we cast him out for a lot of reasons. And after I lost to Vicente Luque, which was a tough one for me because yeah, I got beat in my own game, you know? So And it was me making the mistake. I, I know what I did wrong, and I know better. But for him to reach out to me and be like, this is why you should have been training with me, bro. Like, I was, uh, and I was just like, oh, I'm better than you. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're an idiot. And when this show ends, I'm going to tell you who it was. But for the fans, I don't want you to pick on this guy because he gets picked on enough as it is. So,
1: But, yeah. Yeah, I, it really pissed me. off. The worst, <laughs> the worst, absolutely the worst. So to everyone out there, guys, don't be the worst person. Don't, don't be the worst. go to a pro yeah. fighter or any fighter or anybody yeah. that trains martial arts and tell them what they should do. Unless you're on the mats with them and you're teaching them, then you can tell them what to do. Post 24. your questions. Hashtag UFC Roundup. UFC 290. Two big fights on on the on the docket. It's going to be incredible. Michael's got a huge fight coming up. Look at it, he's shredded. The guy's lean. He's mean. He's ready to go. Guys, I'm racing this Sunday. Muscle Man, New York, Lake Geneva or Lake Seneca. I'm coming with you guys next week.